Hello everyone and welcome back to the CDL podcast channel. In this episode today, we are going to be, as you can see by the screen, offering up our predictions for major four of the CDL 2022 season, the final major uh, before champs for the season. Seems wild to say that uh, here we are, we are at the final major that we're going to see this entire season. That is just absolutely wild to think about uh it seems like just yesterday we were loading into vanguard for the first time and you know watching our first online regular season matches watching the the kickoff classic uh all the way up until you know the mid-season break that we had that was brutal and now all of a sudden here we are we are in our final tournament ahead of champs we've got this tournament then a little mini break and then we've got champs and then the season is over for vanguard like I said, wild to say, if you guys do enjoy this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, and if you're on the audio platforms, be sure to drop a follow, drop a five-star review if you're able on there. Um, and especially, like I said, reiterate it one more time, if you guys are on YouTube, uh, be sure to drop a, uh, a sub on there because we are, what, at the time of hitting recording this, we are like four or five subs away from 500. So if any of you are watching and you are not subscribed, but you continue to support and watch the videos and listen to the podcast, first of all, I greatly appreciate you. But I'd also appreciate if you hit that sub button, help us uh, hit our goal of 500 and help us keep on growing because I would greatly appreciate that. Um, don't have a lot to talk about in terms of matches and stuff from last week before we just dive in. You guys know how I like to do these prediction episodes, um, especially for the majors. I like to just dedicate the entire podcast pretty much um, to the major and just really go through deep dive into the teams. And, you know, that's what I like to do most of the time on a couple things I wanted to address from last week. First of all, we all know that Sunday, the final day uh, of online matches in Vanguard, almost poetic in a way that uh, the final day of Vanguard is just full of issues with the game and online and servers and just shows why online is just so bad compared to land. It was like, a, I mean, the day starts at like, I'm in central time. So the day starts at about 2 PM central time, roughly is when the first match started. Uh, and I think we were still watching matches until like 10 PM. It was like an eight hour day for three matches. Cause that Royal Ravens and uh, gorilla series was like four hours long with all the delays in terms of getting into the map. And the worst part is they didn't really have issues for map one or two. It was just those final three maps for whatever reason so many issues they couldn't load it in games we've been hearing people have also been having issues with scrims they can't get into scrims properly it's taking forever to do that so you know vanguard you gotta love it uh just crazy issues with the game so that was super unfortunate um other big news optic ended up losing they got reverse swept they needed to win in a 3-0 or 3-1 fashion over ultra it looked like they were going to do so um when they won the hard point and then came back from what 5-1 or 5-2 down in that Berlin search and destroy, I thought, oh my God, there's no way that, I mean, they just iced up in that search and destroy. They're easily uh, going to win one of these next two maps and qualify for winners. And then they obviously don't. Um, Ultra ends up reverse sweeping them and they get into winners. So optic falls down. Uh, kind of wild that optics and losers. Uh, the other kind of wild thing here, if you'll see down here in losers, gorillas, they want an event. They're down here. Optic, they want an event. Surge, they want an event. They're all down here. All three winners of the three majors this year are starting in loser's bracket. That's, once again, Vanguard in a nutshell for you there. Um, obviously, as we look at the standings, you know, going into this next major here, uh, it's kind of wild because we've got a bunch of teams at around 140 and 145 for Gorillas, and then Subliners are at 110. They're just behind, um, trying to knock on that door. I believe people have said, like, Subliners need, like, a top three finish at a minimum here, and they need some other teams to, you know, bow out early, which is certainly possible. Um, especially because those teams are like uh, Rocker and like Florida are the teams that need to bow out early and like Thieves and Thieves play phase right away. Um, they have a chance to beat Rocker themselves right away. And then 
um, a hot breach team gets to play against Florida. So like all those teams they need to lose could get knocked down into losers right away. Um, even like a team like Ultra could be somebody they want to lose and they play the number one seed London and I believe fall down to play somebody tough in the bottom. Um, but yeah, let's just dive right into it. Um, a lot of champs implications for this major uh, for a team like New York. They maybe aren't as concerned with winning uh, this entire major as they are with just finding that top three, top two finish so they can qualify. Uh, but we're going to do what we always do. We're going to kick it off. Start here in the top of the bracket in the winner side. And we've got Ravens versus Ultra. Now, this is a very, 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 very interesting match because, first of all, it's the Battle of EU. Uh, it's Bance versus Zero, you know, two of the greatest European players of all time. Something else very interesting about that matchup is I believe the the head to head stats are like ten and one zero is against Bans. Bans obviously that means he's one and ten. Don't know if that's exactly right, but I know it's something very close to that. Like zero basically owns Bans on land. He kind of tends to dominate him, uh, so that would be maybe something we give to the edge of London. However, these teams are also very opposite. Uh, London is a team that tends to struggle a lot in control and necessarily uh, isn't the best search team in the world, but they are very good at hard point. Uh, and Ultra are kind of the opposite. Um, they're a decent control team, you know, nothing like crazy, but they're a very good search and destroy team and they tend to struggle in hard points. So these teams kind of uh, play each other or match up with each other very well because Ultra's uh, strength tends to be London's weakness and vice versa. So this makes for a very interesting matchup. Um, makes it seem like you probably are going to see a map five because what you'd lean uh, London in both hard points and then Ultra probably in the control and definitely the search and destroy. So this matchup seems like it has a map five written all over it. Uh, I certainly think that could be the case. Um, and you guys know how I tend to pick these. I tend to go with whatever team I truly do feel is the best search team. If I have it going to a map five and I think they can force a map five, I'm usually always going to pick them uh, because, you know, I mean, if they're the better search team, odds are they're going to win the map five. However, I just have a feeling this, that this London team is poised uh, to win this match. For that reason, I'm going to go London in a 3-2 fashion. Uh, I know that kind of goes against my normal philosophy, but you can't always go with the exact same philosophy. I don't know why I think London are going to ice up. I think Zero tends to, you know, beat Bant on land. Like I said, I think London's going to be able to ice up. I think they're going to win this one 3-2 over Ultra. However, I do think this is a very toss-up series. I know Alfie, if you're listening, Alfie on Twitter, uh, he's a big London fan, a big EU COD fan. So this is probably his worst nightmare to see these two teams play in the first round because they're probably the two teams he wants to see win. So one of them has to go to losers. Um, but, I mean... He's a big London supporter, and I know, you know, maybe he would he would say that they're going to make a deep run in this tournament. I believe I saw Twitter. He actually picked London to lose in the final 5-4 to phase, which, stay tuned, that might be something close to how I have my final uh, or close to the two teams I might have in my final uh, or what I'm leading towards. But, man, uh, I don't know. I just think London are finally going to show some ice in a search and destroy in a map 5 uh, and get this win. I don't necessarily feel super confident in it, but... Um, I do think they're going to win this series and I like the prospect of it going five because I said, um, tend to favor ultra and maybe the control and the search. And then you tend to favor London in the uh, hard points. The one thing I will say is if London is able to take a control, uh, I feel like this series goes to a three, one, I think London's going to be able to win both, par uh, both hard points regardless. I just think it's a matter if they can steal one of those searches, um, or the control. And I think they do. I think they steal that map five and it goes three to London. Going to the next match, we've got Thieves phase. Uh, Thieves with a tough draw here, especially because of the position they're in, they are all but locked in at champs. You know, they are definitely not locked in. Um, they could very easily fall out. I believe they're like at 140. Yeah, 140. And, you know, they're very much in danger of missing out. And every time we've seen phase play Thieves, they've completely outclassed them. I think that's going to be the case here as well. I don't want to spend as much time in the series. 
definitely picking FaZe to win, and I think I'm going to go in a 3-0. I always say it, these have to happen, and I think this is the series where I pick it because every time we've seen them play, uh, it's been domination. FaZe has overall looked better in the respawns, although recently I, I do believe Thieves won two hard points against them. Uh, they for sure won one hard point because um, I know they lost both searches in a very historic 12-0 uh, fashion in total round count, 6-0, 6-0. And even in the series they played them before that, they lost 6-0. Uh, so that was 18 straight round losses. Uh, FaZe completely has their number in search, so I expect them to win that. I believe FaZe would be the better control team as well, so I have them winning that. And I just tend to lean towards FaZe and a hard point uh, over Thieves. So I feel like this has a FaZe 3-0 written all over it. Could see a world where maybe Thieves uh, are able to take a map or something, take one of the respawns. But I find it very hard to pick them in the series overall because of how dominant we've seen phase and search over them so even if the series were to somehow get pushed five uh like their recent series did i still have to lean phase until thieves prove that they can even somewhat remotely hang uh with phase in a search and destroy so going phase three oh down into the bottom side of winners man this is weird to have no seattle no optic up here because i mean seattle defending champs optic been a staple up here as a top seed so very odd, but down here we've got Subliners, Rocker, uh, another two teams who this tournament is absolutely crucial for. And I keep saying that, I know, but like really the only teams that this tournament doesn't matter so much for are like London, Phase, Optic, because they're all pretty much locked in. Everybody else, you know, not necessarily locked in. Surge are, are pretty well locked in, but you know, maybe if they lose first round, some wild things could happen. Um, but you know, those teams are pretty much locked in, but this whole group down here, Boston's pretty much locked in, but not necessarily. But this is an interesting little little cluster of teams down here. Uh, New York versus Rocker. Obviously crucial for New York is they need to finish uh, top three or better. Uh, and you can't exactly, you know, lose in the first round and put yourself in losers. That's that's not a good way to start uh, a top three finish. That makes it a lot harder for them. And they do have a very winnable match here. Rocker, a team that has tended to look a lot better online uh, this year. They have a majority of their points, which... I thought that was something interesting Ake said is how many of these points um, really besides like FaZe and uh, I believe LAG, like most of these teams have more points online than they do on land. Granted, that's because they play a lot more matches online, but Wild Rocker is one of those teams that has like, I think it was like 120 of their 140 are online points. They've only won like two land matches. New York, all of their points are also online. They haven't won a single match at a land. So uh matchup of the onliners here maybe who knows um this match could have a little bit of an asterisk on it though like we have to remember that because hydra could technically not be playing we haven't heard anything to like rumor that like he may not be playing like officially but uh he did test positive for covid just a few days ago this is being recorded on tuesday night not sure if it's going to go up tuesday night or wednesday morning but this is being recorded tuesday night and as of now we haven't really heard much updates on hydra but the tournament does start on thursday they do play on thursday he would obviously have uh, have to have a negative test to get into the venue, I believe. And he did test positive recently. Who knows how long he's had COVID? Like, we don't know. That could have been a few days after he told us. Uh, obviously, don't know. Don't want to speculate too much on that. But there could be an asterisk on this match. So this could change the entire tournament. If Hydra's not playing, I'm picking Rocker. But we're going to go forward and assume Hydra's playing. Uh, and for that standpoint, I'm going to pick Subliners. And I'm going to do it in a three-to-one fashion. Uh I really do like this Subliners team. I've said it. I liked them last tournament. I picked them to go to the grand finals in the last tournament, and they flopped out and made me look like an idiot finishing top 12. But I did pick them to win last tournament. They've only developed from there and looked even better. I I, I really think they might have a chance to make that run to top three, and I really hope they do because um, I just flat out think they are definitely a top eight, definitely a top six team right now. So to not see them at champs would be very disappointing because uh, that would mean we don't have the best eight teams there. And I know, you know, 
Some people might say that's kind of dumb that we don't have the best eight teams. The subliners don't make it, but hey, you know what? If they end up bottoming out at another land and finish with three dead lasts and like a top eight or something and they don't make it, you know what? I guess that's part of this format. They don't deserve to make it if they perform that poorly all season. So, you know, while it is tough, I guess it is it is part of the format and it does make sense that if they just flop all year and don't gain like any points on land, they shouldn't be at the final land. You know, I get that standpoint, but... I really hope they do make the run because uh, they're a very good team right now. And I think they'd be a contender at champs and could shake things up, but I'm going three, one. I just don't know that I see the rocker uh, able to pull this one out down to the bottom. It's breach versus mutineers, man. If you guys have been listening in the past few weeks, I've talked about it. So I don't want to dive too deep into it, but if you're a newer listener, um, this is a very funny match uh, because I've said it a few times. So like I said, I don't want to go into it too much, but these are the two teams, no matter what I pick, Whatever I pick in the series, they do the opposite. So if I pick Be uh, Breach to win, excuse me, uh, they always lose. If I pick Florida to win, they always lose. If I pick them to lose, they're guaranteed to win. So just flip whatever I do in the series unless like they reverse the curse. And right now, Florida haven't looked great. Boston have honestly looked very good. So maybe this is finally the time that I'm able to pick Boston with some confidence, which is what I'm going to do here, shocker. Uh Florida tends to look better on land, although that was with their old roster um, with Dave Patty and with Vivid in it. Now Vivid, obviously, in Boston. That's a revenge game for him. I'm going to give this one to Boston. I'm just trying to decide between one map or two for Florida. I think I like two maps for Florida. because I don't know. Actually, I'm going to go one map for Florida. Uh, they tend to not force a lot of game fives. Uh, Skies on land has been a different animal. Florida has looked very good on land, so... This is a tough pick. I think a lot of people are very confident and are going to pick a lot of 3-0s uh, or a dominant 3-1. I'm thinking more of a close 3-1, potentially a 3-2 here um, for the side of Boston because Florida has looked better on land overall. They've played a lot of very tight series. Skies has looked like a beast on land. Uh, the only thing that makes me hesitant and maybe gives them one map is, wait a minute, they have Major Maniac. Two maps. Sorry, forgot about that guy. Uh, he's going to ice up, give him two maps. I was about to say, I uh, haven't really seen two real on land. You know, maybe he doesn't perform as well or has an off event. Um, but that doesn't happen too often. I think he'll at least perform fine. I think Skies will be a beast again. Um, I think Big Wake will get his kills. Who knows if he'll have a ton of impact, but he'll get his kills. Uh, and Major Maniac, he's so icy. Uh, he just always tends to force his team into a situation where they have a chance to win. So I do think he'll force him at five, the Major Maniac factor. But Boston is just the better team right now, even though I tend to be a person that doesn't have a ton of faith in them. They are just playing very good Call of Duty right now, so got to lean Boston in a 3-2. Down to the losers bracket. Uh, we've got Ultra Gorillas, Thieves Legion, Rocker, Optic, and Florida Surge. Some interesting matches down here and some very crucial ones, um, namely this Toronto versus Gorilla series here at the bottom. Uh ultra a little bit more safely in champs because they do have a little lead uh in the point standings but not anything crazy if they were to get double first rounded they're certainly not out of the woods uh and then gorillas at 145 like barely squeaking in five points ahead of a couple teams like they need this one they definitely can't get double first rounded or they're probably done for however i do think they're gonna get double first rounded here i like ultra i'm gonna go with another three to two three to one let's go three one uh Actually, no, we're going to go 3-2 again. I know I keep changing my mind, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it this way. Uh, I actually do like the Gorillas Search and Destroy. I think there's a potential they could win the map too. Um, I also don't hate the Gorillas in Respawn, so I do think they have a potential to win the hard points, especially with Ultra You know, not being the best hard point team. I think there's a lot of potential for Gorillas to win maps here. I think the control is kind of a toss-up, so for that reason, I'm going to go 3-2. But 
going to go back to my old philosophy and say that I do trust Ultra a little more in Search and to clutch up. Uh, and for that reason, I go Ultra in a map five. But I think that this is a very toss-up series. Like, I think all five maps, I like Gorillas. Um, I don't love them in any game mode, which is the reason that I have them getting double first round. But I think they're an okay hardpoint team that can beat anybody at the right day with the talent they have. Same thing with Search. I think they're an okay Search team. I think Spart's a good Search and Destroy player. I think Neptune can be at times. Slasher can be, like... These are all guys that are talented search players. Control can be a very toss-up game mode, especially in Vanguard. And then, obviously, we go back to hardpoint search. So I do think they have the potential to beat anybody at any given time. It's just, can they string it all together in one series? I'm not sure if they can. And I like Ultra more in search, and I like their clutch factor. So I go with Ultra 3-2. Next match, we've got Thieves Legion. This might shock people, but I also, I know, like, it's weird because I've been doing so many 3-2s, which is uh, obviously usually not the case in the way things go. But I kind of want to go 3-2 in this one again. To the side of Thieves, obviously, probably not going to pick Paris. But Paris has had a lot of 3-2s. I believe, what, at least three of their matches with that new roster in the online qualifiers went to a map 5. And they, they lost them all, you know. Uh, they went 0-5. But they were forcing a ton of map 5s. And I actually think that Johnny showed a lot of talent. I know Johnny, people have said, has played a lot better online than on land. So we'll have to see that. But Johnny, you know, has played very well. He's looked pretty good online. He showed flashes. Jimbo has also shown flashes. Gravity has looked to be, you know, steadily getting a little better. He's shown some good flashes. And then there's Temp, who's been good all year. I feel like they're young players, and including Gravity in that. Gravity, Johnny, Jimbo, they all have a lot to prove because, you know, they had a terrible year on Paris, you know, as a team. Individually, you know, Jimbo stats weren't the best. Johnny's barely been in. You know, Gravity has, I feel like, earned a lot of respect over the years. But, you know, he hasn't had anything crazy, like nothing that guarantees a spot in the league i feel like all those players are going to want to go out with a bang and put up some big numbers to you know leave somewhat of a good memory in people's minds of who they are and not just all negative because they're on paris i think they're going to fight very hard they forced a lot of map fives and thieves are definitely not a team who's prone to getting a map five forced on them by a lesser team because they're certainly not the most consistently strong team either so gonna go thieves here because i feel like it's odd to pick paris but gonna go three two and say it's gonna be close bottom of the elimination bracket um Really, this is two teams in Minnesota and Florida that need wins to keep their chances at champs alive. Uh, a team like Optic already locked in, and then Surge, you know, relatively locked in. However, I don't know. I think that Optic's going to help open the door here for uh, for New York. Minnesota is one of those teams that they need to be eliminated uh, early on to make it easier to catch up. And if Minnesota were to get eliminated here, that'd be huge for subliners because that would obviously mean Minnesota gains zero points here. I think Optic wins this one in a 3-1 fashion. Um, I think maybe Minnesota takes the control or the search. I think Optic probably takes both hard points, although with Optic right now, you don't know. This is a very, very possible loss for Optic. They could lose here. I wouldn't be shocked because they just flat out haven't looked great this stage. I think they're still figuring things out with Illy. I do think Optic somewhat figures it out this tournament with Illy. Um, it makes a little run. I don't know that I'm going to be having them make it all the way to Sunday. Not fully sure yet. I uh, could maybe see them losing in this this next match on Saturday because uh, Florida has their number on land and Surge is very good. Uh, so I could see them losing this ne next match, but I think they're going to maybe hit their stride a little bit ahead of champs. And Rocker, they do seem to be better online. It kills me because I do think Rocker are a team I'd like to see at champs, um, but I just don't know that they're going to be able to get the job done. They get a tough draw here with a hot subliners team and Optic, who even when not hot, we know they're a good team. Then we've got Surge Mutineers down here in the bottom. Uh, I like the surge in this one. I like another 3-1. Uh, I know it's tough because, you know, Florida does tend to get better on land, and these are two teams that I think are both probably better than bottom four teams. I think they're both probably 
Uh, I know for sure I think Serger in the top eight. I do think Florida is like the fringe of that top eight. I don't know that they're bottom four. They do look pretty good. Um, Major Maniac's tough to double first round because he always finds a way to win. But Serger, the defending champs, I feel like i got to have them winning a match. So I go Serge 3-1 here. Don't feel super confident, which this is crazy. Two major winners down here. We've got uh, LA Gorillas getting eliminated in elimination round one. And then we've got Optic and Serge, the other two major winners, playing in elimination round two to see who goes home. So we're only going to have one major champion standing potentially um, by the end of elimination round two and maybe could have zero if they all end up getting uh, beat in the first round of elimination, which is certainly possible. Uh Ultra could definitely beat Gorillas. Minnesota can definitely beat Optic, and Florida can definitely beat Surge. Uh, gonna finish up these two loser bracket matches before we go back to winners. I've got Ultra Thieves. This is another very tough one. Uh, Thieves obviously a little more desperate for uh, the points here, and a door would be wide open for them if uh, Minnesota and Florida are to get eliminated. Oh, it's another one of those weird situations like the Ultra Ravens match. I like fully trust Ultra more in Search, and I fully trust Thieves more in Hardpoint, and the Control is more of a toss-up. I think I like Ultra in the Control more, though. I think I'm going to go 3-2 and say Ultra, you know, put together a little run. Uh, you guys know I always tend to have a little more faith in Ultra than I probably should. I do think they are a team that gets better on LAN. I think they're veteran experience and um, their number of, their amount of time playing together, I mean, they're... Really, they didn't have a full year technically last year, but with Insight joining the team, he joined pretty early on. And then this year, you know, they've been together the whole year. So this is a team that's played together a lot. It's kind of down to down to the wire here. They need to make a good run to end the year. Need to make sure they qualify for champs. I think they take out Thieves here, and I think this could be a grueler series. I think Thieves definitely have the, uh, the ability to win it. I'm sorry, but I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be easier for... Ultra to steal a hard pointer, take the control than it is for Thieves to steal a search off them. So I go 3-2 Ultra here. Bottom side of elimination bracket. Oh, it's a brutal one. Optic versus Surge. Um, two teams that at points we have said are the best team in the game. You know, following major three, we thought, you know, before Seattle struggled in the qualifiers, we were saying, yo, Seattle could be the best team in the game. Obviously, after major one and for a pretty extended period of time there, we were saying for sure Optic was the best team in the game. Uh, for a while there and now here they are both in losers they both struggled mightily we know the talent is still there these are two teams that i still think can win champs yes i think both of these teams can win champs i think they'll both be there for sure obviously optic is in surge it would take some wild thing to happen for them not to be um i think they're both at champs i think they're both probably going to finish top four there unless the seating is really weird and they have to play each other early or something to knock each other down but i think these are both still top four talent teams don't know that they're the top four teams now obviously that they're in losers but i think they both still have top four talent i like optic to make a run here a little more though i'm gonna go three two i think optic reverse uh their ice issues i think they do ice up here um and end up winning in a three two fashion i'm picking way too many three twos here this bracket's gonna look really stupid uh in the long run it's not gonna go three two three two three two three two <laughs> it's way too many but Man, a lot of these series seem really tight, and it's Vanguard. You just never know who to pick. It's so day-to-day, -day. Uh, but I like Optic 3-2 here. I just I just think they're going to bounce back for Surge. I think Surge tend to struggle a little bit. Obviously, last land, they really, really picked it up and won the whole damn thing. I just like Optic to make a run here with Ilya. I still think that best team in the game potential is in them. Clearly, they aren't the best team in the game right now, but I think it's still there. I think they're going to find a piece of that. Uh, I don't know how much further their run makes it from here. I might have them losing this match. I don't so... I don't know how far they go from here, but I'd like them to at least make a bit of a bounce back uh, and kind of get things going and rolling a little bit here ahead of champs. Um, but I'm not counted Surge out by any means. 
going back up to the top here in winner's round two. We've got Ravens phase. This is a tougher match than I think we would have initially thought. Um, I feel like it's going to just come down to the hard points in this one, in my opinion. I, I feel like I kind of tend to favor phase in the, I don't know. I, I tend to favor them in the searches, but they've also shown flashes of being very bad, but looked a little better lately. So I tend to favor phase a little bit in the search. I tend to favor them a little bit in the control as well because Ravens have struggled there. I think maybe I favor Ravens in the hard points a little bit, but I think they're very toss-up. Uh, to me, I, I lean phase with the control, so I give them one map there. Uh, and I lean phase in the searches, so I probably give them two maps there. However, I think Ravens are very good at hard points. I think that's a toss-up. I think if Ravens want to win this series, their recipe is probably winning two hard points and a map five. Uh, that's what I would think. However, I think that FaZe are actually going to get... Uh, Man, I think FaZe are going to, you know, maybe drop the opening hard point. Then I think they're going to win three straight maps. I think they're going to take out the search, beat them in the control, have a lot of momentum, carry the momentum, and they're going to win in a map four hard point uh, and close them out. I think they'll close out the Ravens in a 3-1 fashion. I think this is a very tight series, though. Uh, I think these, this also has potential to be one of the best series because I think this is going to be some great hard point. Search and destroy and control might not be as high quality, but I think this is going to be a great couple hard points to watch. I really hope this series isn't a sweep either way because... I'd love to see two hard points from these two teams that I think could potentially be some of the best teams in the game at hard point, but I go phase three, one there down to the other winners bracket match. We've got subliners breach subliners, even with their poor roster this year have tended to have breaches number. I don't know if that continues here because breach have looked very good. However, I like the story of New York winning uh, or not winning the major, but making it to top three. And I do still think they're the better team than breach right now. Although I don't feel nearly as confident as I feel like I should Going to go with a 3-1 here as well. Um, I like Breach to win the Search and Destroy, but I like Subliners to take three respawns. Another team, Subliners are in that conversation for best hardpoint team. They go 4-1, and one, the qualifiers kind of do what they need to. It would have been obviously very nice to go 5-0, and oh, but um, almost a blessing in disguise maybe that they don't because I feel like they got the easier bracket down here. Uh, Breach are definitely a good team, but I feel like you'd rather be playing Breach in round two than Phase because uh, that wouldn't be fun. But... I like them over Breach, but I definitely, if you guys can tell my voice, don't feel confident in this pick because Breach have looked a lot better lately. However, I do think Breach would get bullied by FaZe still in winner's final, so I kind of hope it doesn't go that way because I think subliners can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them uh, in the respawns. But I'm going subliners 3-1 here, although I don't feel confident, and I do like Boston's chances falling into losers to continue to make a run. Then we go down here into the bottom section of the bracket. Elimination round three, got Breach. Ultra. I just talked about how much I like Breach. I don't feel super confident in Ultra beating Thieves. I feel like this is kind of the where the road ends for whatever team wins that Ultra Thieves match. Uh, so I think Boston does take them out. Uh, I don't know. I haven't picked enough of them, so I'm going to go bold and say 3-0. Uh, I don't really feel great about that, but I do feel like I favor Boston in the hard point and the control of this series. And I like the way they look in search. I think they're still maybe a, a top five search team, uh, top half of the league search team for sure. So I think they could take them out. And I think maybe that just carries the momentum and they 3-0. Um, so I go Boston 3-0. I like that, I guess. Uh, don't feel great about it, but I got to start picking some 3-0s. Uh, and we go Boston here. Like I said, I think they can make it run in losers. So I'm going to move them on. Going on to elimination round three, the other one of it, uh, London Optic. Kind of like I said, ultra... Uh, Ultra would lose this. I think whatever team wins, uh, Optic and Surge in that elimination round two, I think their road ends here. I think our team from winners gets another win. I'm going to go Ravens 
in a three to two fashion. Um, I do maybe tend to favor optic in the search. I just think, you know, Ravens are a very good team right now. I think they're finally ready to make another good run on land that we haven't really seen since the first major of the year when they had a nice run to, I believe it was top three. Uh, and I think they win this one. I definitely can see a world where optic wins. And if they do, I think that's when we get in the territory of starting to talk about optic, potentially making a run to finals or something. Uh, because I do think if they played breach, I would probably take optic in that one, even though we saw breach beat them three, two. In the qualifiers, I would say a hot optic team I would probably take over Breach. I just think the Ravens have looked too good this stage. I think it's hard to discount it. Um, granted, you know, we have seen them look very good online at, at certain points and maybe look a little more shaky on land, but I just like the way that this Ravens team is looking right now, and I don't love the way Optic's looking. So based on recent form, I feel like I've got to go with a safer pick of Ravens. Um, obviously, I think Optic, with this talent, they'll always have upset potential. It's like FaZe if they're struggling, or even that Surge team. That they're struggling they always have the talent to you know just make a run to top three at any point but just like the way london's looking recently so i go with them three to two all right let's do the elimination round four here got breach ravens where do i go here oh man this is a this is a battle to me this is maybe a series that like i looked at it a couple weeks ago and i'd be like Ugh, i don't want to see this series but now breach have been hot recently they look very good got london looking a lot better it's two teams that, you know, in the beginning of the year, I really wanted to have a lot of faith in, in the Ravens, uh, and I did, and I really talked about it big time with Kyle, and I was riding for the Ravens um, all year, and then they kind of started to disappoint a little bit, and I was maybe looking like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Uh, and now, again, they've hit back into form. They look very good. And I was kind of a, a breach hater all year. I was kind of like, you know, they've had some good placements, but are they really that good? They need a roster change. And I definitely was right about that. I was clearly wrong. I, I said that I thought maybe they should have kept Cap over Nero. Clearly wrong. That's my bad, Nero. Um, sorry for slandering your name a little bit there. I was clearly wrong with that, but I, I wasn't wrong with the fact that I said all year that I believe Boston needed a, a roster change to hit a new new level, and I believe overall they've hit a new level from where they've been this whole year, so I was definitely right about Boston needing that change, uh, and I had been saying it since really after stage one, um, but I still like London here. I like them in a 3-1. I think I favor them in both hard points still. Uh, and then I think they'll find a way to win either the search or the control. Although I like Boston and control over them. And I do like Boston and search. I just think London will find a way to squeak out one of those maps. But I definitely see the path to victory for Boston here again. I think it could be through uh, the controls and the searches. I think it could be a Neslo 2-3-5 uh, situation uh, where they're able to win both searches and a control. I think this is a very, very tight match. Could see it going either way, but I just like the way London's playing right now, and I'm going to put my faith in them and say that they're going to make it to the top three. All right. Going up in here to the top, we've got winner's finals, phase, subliners. I think this might be my winner's finals last bracket. Obviously, did not work out with subliners uh, getting double first rounded. I don't know. I just have a feeling. Uh, I also feel really, really, really good about this tournament. Uh I've mentioned it on Twitter before, um, when Kyle and I did our bowl predictions before the season even started, I said four different teams will win a major this year, not a single team will repeat. Feeling really good about that right now because obviously Gorillas don't think they're going to repeat. Optic and Surge, I think they have a talent to repeat, but with both of them being in loser's bracket, I don't think there's a good chance. Uh, then up in winner's bracket, we've got hot teams like Subliners and Breach, I think have a chance to win. We've got FaZe, who obviously always has a chance. We've got London, and all those teams haven't won, so... Um, I'm feeling very good about my chances to have that prediction come true. Uh, and for some reason, I just have a feeling that this is potentially FaZe's tournament. I think they make their fourth grand finals. I think they come out. I think they smoke subliners. 
three Owen winners finals. Phase tend to do that a lot. Um, seems like in a lot of winners finals, they come out with so much energy and just smoke steamroll whoever they're playing. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, they tend to steamroll whoever they're playing. And I think that's going to happen here. I think they're going to three O subliners down into the losers bracket, uh, to face London where I think London double eliminates them out of Sunday. Uh, I think this one's a closer one. I think it's 3-2. However, I believe with the way things shake out, I still think subliners, that third place finish qualifies them for champs based on uh, Florida getting double first rounded, Minnesota getting double first rounded, uh, and then LAG getting eliminated right away. And then Thieves only winning one match. I believe that still qualifies subliners from where we have them. So that's good. But I think right now, I want to put my faith in London. I know it's wild because we haven't really seen anything to justify London since the early online matches and then the stage one land, but since then they've been nothing. And then these online matches might be premature, but it's that same roster that they had in stage one. They took a little break with Gizmo uh, and his family issues he was having, took a little break from that roster, but they're back. I like them. Don't necessarily feel super confident. This is such an odd little grouping here with London breach and subliners. Uh, London had been struggling for some time. Boston had been struggling for some time and subliners did as well. All these teams had been struggling for some time, kind of an odd grouping, but I like London to beat subliners here. I'm going to put my faith in them and have them carry into the grand finals versus FaZe. And here we are. We've got FaZe and London in the grand finals. Kind of an odd grand finals. If you'd have told me a month ago that this was going to happen, I would have been like, yeah, FaZe is there. But London, that's odd. You guys know I've had faith in London all year. Elfie, if you're watching, um, I'm sorry for what I'm potentially maybe about to do to London because I think this is FaZe's tournament gonna give phase the five maps uh i think i'm gonna give ravens three i think that they are gonna play it very competitive don't know what maps they're gonna win i i tend to favor phase once again in the uh like i said before i tend to favor them in the controls in the searches but think the hard points are more of a toss-up i think london probably win a couple hard points and find a way to win one of their map uh and they get three i do think there's a recipe for success against them because phase may have a little bit of a mental block in grand finals this year um, I think people that are saying that overall they just have a mental block in finals is wild. I mean, these are three two-time world champions and a one-time world champion in Celium. Uh, these guys are clearly not scared of the big stage. Um, they also have all won other tournaments outside of uh, just champs. So these guys definitely not uh, guys that are like scared um, of some big stage and bright lights. These are all guys that can play under pressure. We know this. Um, I truly believe that the London guys are all guys that can play under pressure as well, but I think it's just phase. I think it's their time. I think it's finally, they've gotten three second places. I think it's finally their time to get a win and head into champs as kind of the big dog with a lot of confidence. Like I said, though, I do believe there's a way for London to win this because um, phase has potentially, you know, maybe a mental block. I said, I don't believe they do, but you know, could get into their head a little bit. If, if London come out and punch them in the mouth and win a dominant map one or get like a two Oh series lead could creep into the back of their mind. Their subconscious that phase is like, man, we're down two Oh in another finals. Like we just, we just can't win a finals this year and could be a little bit of a mental thing for them. But I do have the faith in phase to bounce back and finally get their first win here. Um, and it's a great tournament for London if they're able to get uh, to second place, because that would obviously solidify them as a third seed. I don't know that they can jump to the four or to the second seed over optic. I'm not sure about that, um, but that would for sure, obviously solidify them as at least the third seed. And they'd have a good momentum going into champs if they're able to finish top two with their best placing of the year. But I am going to go phase in this one, 5-3. Um, not much else to talk about for this episode. I kind of want to go back. If I had to pick a, a team from losers to be my dark horse, I am going to pick Optic. I think it's, to me, between Optic or Surge because I don't think Gorillas or Paris have much of a chance to make a run. Uh, 
I'm going to pick Optic probably as my team to make a Dark Horse run. I could see a way that they find themselves in elimination round three, beating like a Ravens if they're down here. And then from there on out, if they get to play like Breach, I think they could easily make a run to top three. To me, though, I also think Surge could be that team. I think Surge and Optic are going to play in this elimination round two. And whatever team wins this one right here, as long as it's Surge and Optic, I think that's the team that has the potential uh, to make that run out of losers. If I had to pick a Dark Horse team out of winners, being like that it can't be like Ravens or like uh, a phase, uh, one of those top seeds, I think I would like to go with like an, I don't know if I want to go with Ultra because I feel like no matter what, they're going to get beat by FaZe who always beats them in that round too. But um, I think if I had to go with like a Dark Horse team to make a run further than I thought, I would maybe say the winner of this Breach Florida match. I think that there's a good chance Florida wins it. And I think Subliners or Rocker, whoever wins, is a vulnerable team because they haven't had much success on land this year. I think that the winner of this Breach Florida could make a sneak run to winner's finals. Um so those are kind of the dark horse teams I'm looking at, but that's really going to do it for this one. Uh, pretty much a whole episode dedicated to the bracket like we always do for these. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Um, going to mention it one more time. We're like four or five subs away from 500. That'd be a huge milestone to hit. I greatly appreciate it. If you guys are watching the video, listening to the podcast here, and you're not subscribed or you're listening on the audio platforms right now, head on over to YouTube, drop a sub on there. I greatly appreciate the support because hitting 500 would be a crazy milestone. Uh, at the end of major four, if we head into champs with 500 subs, that'd be a pretty crazy milestone that I could have never imagined. So I'd greatly appreciate that. And if you are on the audio platforms, if you could also support on there, drop a like, drop a review, um, drop a five-star review if you're able, um, that'd be greatly appreciated. Drop a follow on there. Like I said, you know, I've said it a bunch of times and I always say it, but I really appreciate your guys' support. It's helped me really get through the season as we do our final prediction, uh, for any regular season or tournaments. It's just, it's just champs predictions left. You know, we're going to have like the video of, um, the player tier rankings heading into champs and then um, probably a bunch of off-season videos maybe looking to do some new stuff for the off-season uh, as it really gets tough and dry for content there for a few months but you guys know how much I really 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 appreciate uh, your support it just it means the world to me that we're potentially about to hit 500 subs I know we're not there yet but we're so close so if we do end up getting there I thank you guys so much if not I still thank you for the support it's been crazy so Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you in the next one. I hope you guys enjoy Major 4, and I look forward to talking about it and then discussing champs and some player tier rankings. So thank you guys so much for watching, and like I said, we'll see you in the next one.